Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Big Mike's back. How you doing? Brother Bob's back. Hey, how's it going? Carl's back. What up? Silent Ron's back. Hello. Our Bible verse tonight is Acts 22:16. Mike, would you like to read that? Absolutely. Reading from the ESV version, it says, And now, why do you wait? Rise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on his name. Mm. So tonight's topic is baptism. Full disclosure, this isn't going to be a debate discussion, what it means, but more of so what it means to us. Um, Everybody at this table will be baptized or has been baptized, some more recent than others. This topic has been out there pretty much. I got to clue all the listeners in. We were going to talk about this topic and usually I send out a text to the group to give them a couple of days. Carl sent me a text and said that he was going to, out of the blue, right? Yeah. And so and it was going to be small. He didn't want the big show, right? Right. right. And so I was honoring, and I sent Bob and Mike a text because I knew that we were going to be together Sunday night anyways. And then this whole plan was going to be either go off good or it's going to backfire. And Carl will be mad. <laughs> I don't get mad that anymore. Not anymore, anyway. <laughs> so I sent off a text to them and I said, Hey, I asked you guys to leave with me during small group to support a friend. Would you go? No questions asked until we're on our way there. And then I would explain, like I did, where we were going. Because, like we talked about in the questions episode and a couple other episodes, it's like stoking that fire. Everybody wants to say they'll do it until they'll do it, right? Like, I kind of tested them, but not really tested them. Mm-hmm. Be like, okay, I said we're going to be the hands and feet, let's go do it. Because mm-hmm. if I would have just sent the text that said... Hey, Carl's getting baptized. You guys want to go? Well, yes, we're going to go. Like, that would have been an instant thing. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to be tricked to get there? Not at all. Absolutely. Not at all. It was, no, it was, I mean, when he finally told us, it was wonderful. I mean, because yeah. it was just like, oh, that's amazing to be able to be be present for that. Um, and I think it was one of those things, too, though, is without knowing, it's just like, okay, well, if somebody needs help, whoever it is, then we're there also. You know, so I think it's a testament of our faith walk and Jesus in us to be like, we don't even need to know. We're just there. Right. You know, whatever it is. But, I mean, in, not to make it sound bad, but it, in this case, it happened to just be something wonderful. But I think, so. but I think, that I think it was both. Mm-hmm. Because you guys were helping. You just didn't know. Right. Right. Yeah, you were helping in a way I didn't know I needed help with. Because I'm glad you like let off with that. Like, the, like I say, baptism's a deep dive thing. There's a lot you could say about the biblical significance. But for me, transparency, full disclosure, I was baptized when I was younger. But yep. God's been doing a lot with me the past couple of years. It's been a lot of shaking, a lot of discipline, a lot of refining, a lot of redirection. And he had that seed planted on my heart a couple months ago about being baptized again, being rededicated is mm-hmm. what I would call it. And the last week, he just made it real clear without getting into details, it's time. 
Right. That's why it was so last minute. Right. He didn't get me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, okay, it's just between me and him, so it needs to be a small thing. I didn't realize what I really needed. And beyond the rededication, I think, you know, like I expressed to you guys, I've walked so long on a proverbial island mm-hmm. without a lot of friends, keeping everybody at a distance, not getting close with anybody. I didn't realize how much I needed to see that this is a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's a fellowship. There's people walking alongside you that care about you. And I didn't realize how much I really needed that until you guys walked in the door. <laughs> Ronnie ran around the corner and then three other guys. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was well, really good. And, yeah. and when we got, got back to our small group, I think that was something that had hit me too because like, I kind of could see your face with Ronnie. And then all of a sudden when we came around, I could see kind of – I don't want to sound cheesy, you know, light up, but it yeah. was like, oh, you know, like, oh, yeah. they, even more came, you know what I mean? So it was, it was just, it was phenomenal. You know? His little grin went to a great big smile. Yeah. That's exactly how it went. Yeah. And, and I got to say it just real quick and kind of off topic, but, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have debates on whether God's real. And I had two instances yesterday alone that just there's no way God's not real. And I just got to share it because I was sitting there and I was sitting there in church and I was holding my grandson and just kind of, you know, putting him to sleep and stuff like that. And I thought in that moment, I'm like, I so don't deserve this. And I don't deserve to be able to, to, to sit here and have this and be able to worship God and hold him. And then to see a baptism, you know, to be able to be, you know, not even have to be involved it, you know what I mean, really, but just to be there to see this happen and know already what God's done in your life mm-hmm. and just knowing the small nugget. Cause like we've never sat down one-on-one and just had the whole shebang talk about it, but just knowing the things that he's done in your life with what you've told me and stuff. It's it just, it, it's just one of those things. You're just like, how can anybody say, you know, God doesn't exist, you know? And I, and I just thought, man, I'm just, I, and I was just felt so so blessed that I had those two things in the same day. It was like gave me chills when I thought about it. I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, because yeah, you know, still don't not worthy, right? You know, I mean, yeah. could never earn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still have it. It's amazing. Speaking of those things, do you feel like just to add a little layer to that? Oh, those absolutely. That you see him do that. It could only be him. So when he started this process with me, that's the only word for it is a process, right? When he started yep. shaking me. I've kind of shared on here before on the podcast and with you guys that that I swirled a little bit because I didn't know what to make of what was happening to me, right? Yeah. And, you know, the enemy sweeps in and says, you're being abandoned, you know? And that's when the Spirit led me back to an assembly. I hadn't been to a church in years, probably six, seven, eight years, right? So I went, begrudgingly went, like, okay, I'll go. I'll go down the street. That way, you know, it's not very far, and when I hate it, I never, I'll never go back again. I wasn't in a good headspace, is what I'm saying. Right, right, right. right. And I went, and they were, they were giving a sermon on how you're giving a sermon on how your feelings lie to you. Mm-hmm. Like your feelings are are, are God given, but they will lie to you. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what I needed to hear, and to illustrate his point, he used that movie Inside Out, mm-hmm. right? That, that Disney movie about how your feelings, right. your feelings get out of control. She needed to control them again, right? So that led me to this rededication, like the, the, the end point or the, the beginning point, really. But this new walk, right, this new life that he's, he's leading me into, that morning at the, the sermon for the, the pastor that, that baptized me, the song choice that they had for that day was Inside Out. 
<laughs> I looked over at my wife and I'm like, you remember the sermon that led me on this? Like this, this two years ago that led me on this whole journey? It's like, yeah, it was about Inside Out. No kidding. I'm like, that it's can amazing. only be God. Guess right. what? That wasn't no coincidence. No quinky ding. No joke. I got to say it. So another recent one was yours, Silent Run. What was your process? Like when did you be like, okay, I've seen baptisms before or rededications before. I just wanted to uh, <clears throat> start over. And, you know, you come in this world clean, but you don't remember it. By the time you get old enough, you don't know what it's like. You live in a world that's, like, corrupt. And you see it. I was just done with it. And we talked to Cole about going to God and all that. And I just wanted the whole thing. I just wanted a whole fresh start. And I thought that was a good way to get it going. <laughs> and, you know... Once you do do it and you come up, I I saw everything differently. I felt different. Everything around me felt different. You know, so I was, it's like that reborn thing. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to start. You know how you always say, if I knew now, back mm -hmm. then, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's kind of that situation for me, you know. I'm at this age now. I didn't know nothing then. Now I know it now. I want to start over fresh where I'm at. Right. And just move forward and do good. And try and do it right. Right. Yep. And yeah. live godly instead of worldly. Mm -hmm. yeah, right. Absolutely. That's kind of the beauty of it. You can talk to 10 different people about their story. You know what I mean? Their baptism story or their, their, their walk with him and, and how it led to, to him. Get 10 different stories. You know what I mean? But oh yeah. It's all it's all different, but it's all from him. It all leads to him. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. Yes, I've seen it like all my life, and you know, like you, I'd be sitting there, like that altar call, mm -hmm. years and years. They call that altar call. I want to go. Too scared, too afraid of being. Well, look at him. He must be really bad because he's walking up to the front. Right. You know, same thing goes with the baptism. You watch people do it. You're happy for them. But yet, you don't know if you deserve it. Yeah. You know? So, and then my wife got into it. We got into it together. And things just kept going the right way. And my wife's like, I want to talk to Cole. And I was like, okay, we'll go together. Talk to Cole. I talked to Cole. It was like, pretty much like a no-brainer. We wanted it and we wanted it together. And we wanted to live for him, and we wanted to go a certain way, and it just happened. Yeah. So. Which I have to say, for all of the intimate things, uh, you know, that I have done with my wife, I can't imagine being baptized with her. I think that would be amazing. Because how many people, you know, how many people can say that they've done that? You know, I think that... A lot of, of followers, believers, and people who walk with Christ can say that they walked with him now. You know what I mean? They walk together now. And we all try and fall under that, um, you know, that triangle of our family to where it's the closer that her and I are to God, the closer we are, you know, and, and everything. But to do that together, I think is amazing. Well, I told her, I was like, if we do this, I want to do it right. I want to do it with you. 
everything. Yeah. I said, we are one. Mm-hmm. And I want it all together. Yeah. You know, yeah. honestly, I mean, you have to take him individually mm-hmm. into your heart. Oh, yeah. But the baptism side. You're right. I want the outward show part you yes, wanted to wanted share to, with her. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, to be together. Yeah. yeah. That is, I mean, it is. It's like I said. I think it's amazing because you're doing it in in, in front of these people that are hope, hopefully going to hold you accountable at the same time. But then it's also you have each other to lean on. You have each other to also hold you accountable. I, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying nobody's wife would. That's here. But at the same time, to make that commitment like that, you know, I think we hear about, you know, it's almost uh, like a wedding ring. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. yeah. But you hear about vow rules and and things like that, which I think are wonderful. But I, you know, it's like and we oh, ask Cole, that's, do that's we have interesting. To do this individually. Does this have to be an individual thing done? Yeah. And he's like, I've never seen it done. This is the first time. He says, I don't understand why it would be wrong because you're both taking him into your life individually. You're just being baptized together yeah yeah so that's even good. though you was getting baptized together you were still getting baptized individually correct mm-hmm. but i mean and and i just wanted to you know i just kind of want to clarify that because yeah. some people be think well if they done it together how did they you know but it was it was an individual mm-hmm. individual choice right but you right. just wanted to do it with the person that you that you just yeah. wanted to do it with the person that you live with and live your yeah. life with every day right. and i get that yeah, yeah. Because I would do that with my wife. I'm yep. like Mike. I mean, that's that, that's pretty intimate. I mean, mm-hmm. for real. That's one thing that uh, her and I have never shared something like that. Yeah. You've got a you've got a unique you've got a unique thing that you can tell people. Well, me and my wife both got baptized at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. It was pretty amazing because after I got to see the video, it was like Cole and Ronnie had it like right on. We went down, and we came right back up at the same time. It's except, awesome. except, except your wife didn't get dropped, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now it shouldn't have came up at the same time at all. But. <laughs> it, it, it was great, and I'm, I'm, I was very happy to do it together, and I'm glad we did it together. She is my life, Yep. and I'm glad we're together on this. So I'm going to break my own rule and break the fourth wall because my rule to the guys is no time stamps, no this happened last night, this happened tomorrow. But when this recording goes out, a couple days after that, Mike will get rededicated. Mm-hmm. So, A, what took you so long? <laughs> <laughs> And, if he, and and I must say that because I cut a lot of the jokes out and the inside jabs to you, my friend, in previous episodes about making the call, but you made the call. Mm-hmm. So since you're going through it right now, or you're the most recent to go through it, with the exception of Carl, mm-hmm. but his is done and he's been baptized. Right. What was your internal process going up? to finally making that call prayer um 
and uh, and honestly, uh, also talking to my wife about it mm-hmm. openly and honestly, you know, because like you said, everybody has their own opinion, um, whether it be about how they're baptized or is there a need for a rededication and, and not to be confusing anybody. She never said there was no need or anything like that. Um, it was just a. So what was your what was your inner war against? What yeah, took, what, what was you warn against as far as what was holding you back from doing it? From saying, yeah, yeah. From I think, I think, or, I think originally, um, kind of, I guess, timing. Because, again, you know, I mean, I've, well, since we had, I'd say since we had baptisms at the um, auditorium. Mm-hmm. So what was that, Easter? Yes. Yes. Every time when pastor would say, Anybody else want to come in? Yeah, including runs. Including right? runs, yeah. Where you had the keys out of your shorts. Yeah, yeah. I was getting ready to hand them off. Um, and, 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 and it was, I guess it was a thing of not wanting to just do it impulsively. I agree, because when he did that stuff on Easter and stuff, I was sitting there saying the same but was thing. But it, was it truly doing it impulsively, or was the Holy Spirit like, hey, Mike, you need to do this? I believe you. I believe the Holy Spirit was saying I need to do this, and I, but I think I maybe and maybe it was an excuse of saying impulse, but also part of me I know was being self. Not uh, I don't know if you call it selfish. You did, you're the most less selfish person <laughs> I know. So I, you I, didn't want to overshadow somebody else's light, right? Exactly. I didn't want to take away from anybody's moment or right. anything like that, you know. And that's not to say like. I feel like, oh, I need to be doing it alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Or anything like that. But and it was you just like the, the light first, just you. Right. So right. in other words, you're saying you didn't want to step out because you, if you had stepped out, you'd have thought that somebody else might have stepped out. Or may not have. And, and didn't step out because you did. Right. Was or, there an element of you waiting for confirmation that he was a little bit, telling yeah. you it's time? Yeah, a little bit. Because yeah. that's what it was. Why ask? That's what it yeah. was for me. That's why I put it off. It yeah. wasn't really put it off. I just knew that it was something that I, I, I needed to do at some point, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't time. Right. Right. It's not time till it's time. So in right. other words, you're saying that you warred against it too, as far as I did a little bit. Yeah. And, and I felt it. when you mm-hmm. when you was feeling like you should do it, then then I mean, you was you knew it was the Holy Spirit telling you that you needed to do it, but yet. You was thinking you wasn't undeserving. In hindsight, you was undeserving of doing it. Right. Now, in hindsight, I think I know why I was told to wait. Because it, initially, when he really put it on me was when my daughter was getting baptized, and the original plan was to get baptized with her. And mm-hmm. something told me to hold off. And in hindsight, I didn't really know what that was, but I've noticed that she's she's really self conscious about. I see God doing things with you and speaking to you, but I don't see Him doing it for me. Right. When she got baptized, it was amazing. It was like an overcast day, and she goes out into the water with the pastor to get baptized. And I kid you not, as soon as they get there and he starts speaking, the clouds parted. I'm not making this up. The clouds parted out where the sun was and shone right over her. And as soon as the baptism was over, it closed up. Now, if I had gone out there with her in hindsight, I think in her mind, she would have told herself that God did that for me, not for her. Gotcha. But since it was just her out there, there's no shadow of a doubt that he did that for her. Mm-hmm. And I really think he told me to wait for her benefit more so than for mine. Well, that's good because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if, if you felt like the Holy Spirit was telling you to wait, then you obeyed what he said to do because right. she did probably need that. 
Yeah. Right. And then Mike's one, and I'm speaking for you, even though you were here, yours was more like, I'm not taking this limelight away from Ron and Karen. Right. 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 But, you know, it was there because, again, I didn't want it to be a, like I said, spur of the moment when they've already been in prayer about it. And, and like I said, I know I could feel in my heart I needed to do this, mm-hmm. but it's still, there's preparation. There's 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 some healing in yourself that needs to happen yeah. before you can come to terms with what you're doing. Yes. I mean, I'm... I'm well, I, no, you're not wrong, because yeah. I talked to Karen, because Karen's like, well, I want to do this. I was like, okay, I understand, and I feel it too. But just to do it, to do it, right. is not the reason to do it. Right. <laughs> Who's on first? No, absolutely. Because I've done it that way. I've done it that way. We need to talk to Cole. We need to tell him what we're feeling. We need, you know, he always wants to make sure that we're ready. I was like, so we'll talk to Cole. We'll see how it goes. And then we'll go from there. You know, I don't. And there's several times I sat through baptisms at the church since we started going. And Karen's like, is now time? I was like, Karen, does it feel like it's the time? Right. And, you know, I'm like, is it an emotional feeling you're feeling right now because you want to get up there? Or is it something more? Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, I want to go. But am I truly ready? Do I know what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Do I know why I'm going up there? No, I do not. Yeah. I was like, until I know the why, I can't. I, I I can't. I can't make myself go. Right. Because I'll be doing it for false reasons. Absolutely. And I don't want that. Right. I want it to be pure, true, mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. where I need to be. Right. I think this is just my opinion, though, but I seriously think that God allows us to have them little inner wars inside of us to make sure our hearts are in the right spot. Oh, I guarantee you. Know, I mean, I and, and, and wholeheartedly agree with guys, you. Guys, I'm telling you this right now, <laughs> that yesterday was your time, and your time's coming. And that's when God wanted you guys to do that. Yeah, I So agree. that's exactly why you are doing it. Yes, you had them little wars inside, but I think it, it's just another process of God refining your heart mm-hmm. and putting you in the right spot. Yeah. yeah. And I know part of mine too, even with Ronnie saying stuff or, or, or uh, you know, giving me grief or texting me and, do you make the call? Do you make the, make you, know, you know, part of me even then was just like, oh yeah, I can just call right now. So in other you know, words, Ronnie, said that, Ronnie said was the, doing Judges 1660. <laughs> 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 Sounds a little bit of bullying. <laughs> Well, but I mean, then in that same instance, though, I, I had the internal yeah. conflict that, well, let me just call because Ronnie said so. But then it was it was just a day, like any other day, mm-hmm. you know, and all, and all of a sudden it popped on my heart. I need to call Cole about this. I mean, it, so, I mean, it was obviously it was, you know, God putting it on my heart. You know, but it's it's time, basically. So. That's what Molly That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. She woke up one morning all distraught and... Upset, and I was like, I had tried to ask her what was wrong, and she tried to tell me. I was like, Well, I think it's time we talk to Cole. Maybe we should. So I called him, and I set up a time to talk to him. 
It was kind of mainly for Karen, the talk, but once the talk started, it just hit me, and I was like, well, I'm in on this. I, I, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, I was like, I brought her here. As soon as you called, you realized it was for you, too. Yeah. yeah. So, and then yeah. it just went from there. I think yeah. I'm with you guys too. Like with mine, I was probably three to six months going for all the right reasons again. And we had one. And it was um, one of our friends mm-hmm. was in there. And I was like, man. And then same thing. Anybody else? But then I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, I was when I was 12, so it's fine. Right. And I somehow thought, well, I was and I had, 19 in the Marine Corps, so that right. was good enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I mean. Well, and also, like, for mine, I had extra baggage with mine. So, like, I didn't want, I'm on fire, like, white hot fire. And I didn't want that shoe to drop to where that would be my downfall going forward also Mm -hmm. so then for the next month or so it was that inner struggle in myself but it wasn't taking somebody's limelight or somebody else's benefit or impulsive doing it because circle back to that like I've seen people impulsively do it and then live out their life every day like it was normal and nothing changed mm-hmm. but I've also seen where it was impactful and it was like a brand new day after that yeah <clears throat> but for me it was more of the well that water's gonna distinguish my or vanquish my flame that I have right now mm-hmm. not saying I guess I was doubting myself because like I alluded to before like it's like the wedding band I'm like that like I don't have mine on right now because I can't wear it at work and I just came from work which is a whole different internal battle for me <laughs> mm-hmm. because it's an outward show of I'm where I need to be I'm yep. with who I want to be with right and it's that the highest of highs of commitments the second highest of highs with baptism being the first yep. one and so it like that was my struggle of back and forth. It was like also knowing my addictive personality, like is this my my new thing mm-hmm. that I'm doing and it's gonna right. wear off? But then <clears throat> I guess other people made the same call that when I did because we had a fairly large one. I just wish it was warmer water <laughs> instead of like twenty five <laughs> degrees water. Yeah. But you know <laughs> that parts, you know. That's whatever. <laughs> That's why I don't think we have a hard and fast. This is exactly how it has to be done, and why scripturally, because it's here we are. Each story is different, right? Mm-hmm. Like I said, mm-hmm. each story is different. It all has the same endpoint. The story getting there is different because it's a. I think baptism represents a very intimate thing between you and God and your relationship with Him. Yep. I love that analogy of the wedding ring. He, he likens our relationship with Him to marriage frequently. Like I, I view the Ten Commandments as like the marital vows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, I never really thought of baptism like the ring. But it's almost that's almost like what it is. Like that outward, that outward show, of putting the ring on and taking that marriage covenant with him seriously. Yep. 
You know, I, I do think we need to separate because, like you said, some people you see that you see no change, and other people you do. We do need to separate that outward sign from a true inward born again experience because they are mm-hmm. they are distinct. That's Absolutely, two different things. Usually, that born again experience leads to a baptism, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, I, I really love that analogy because it, it fits in with what we're told scripturally in our relationship with Him and what that should look like. Yeah. Right. Well, and kind of like what you were talking about, about worrying about the fire getting put out, is I think that a lot of times, I know me, when I was growing up in the churches that I was sent to, that was like end game, being baptized. Mm-hmm. Because it was that, was, that was your end goal. You're baptized, everything's, you know, because that's, again, being preached, that's how you get into heaven. That's how you do and, and all of that. Um, you know, so... That was kind of, I could see that, what you're saying of, okay, is that, is this going to, in my mind, is it going to be like, okay, I'm good now. Yeah. So I don't have to do any of this other stuff anymore, so. That's why I think it's important to look at it like a marriage. Like, yeah. like yeah. That, that, likening it to marriage with the ring is so important because <clears throat> marriage doesn't end. Like, the, the goal of marriage isn't the day you get married and that's it. Everything's yeah. no, great yeah. now. I don't got to do anything past this point. Yeah. It's a process. Yeah, it's it just kind of struggle sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very hard. You can go ahead and say anything, Mike. I'll edit it out. I'm good. <laughs> Bob, what about you? you? You've been on both sides. I have been on both sides. More so than than me. I've done uh, two, but... Of course, after I got saved, I mean, once I knew that God concreted me into his family, I, I was ready to get baptized. Because I really wanted to show people that I was His, right? And uh, of course, I got saved in a little. I got saved in a little uh, little country church. Didn't have a baptism, so uh, I got saved one week, and two weeks later, I was getting baptized. But they called a, a sister church here in town, and they opened up their big baptistry just for me to get baptized. So I thought that was pretty cool, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, for me. Once I got saved and I started digging in, finding out who Jesus was, I'm like, yeah. So I need I need to show people that I am His. So unlike not saying our views hasn't changed the four of ours, but like you going in, you were super excited, ready to do it. I was. There was no internal struggle. No, no internal struggle. I was ready to go because I knew that I wanted people to know that. He had changed yeah. me, you know. But he had a job for you. Mm-hmm. He's got a job for everybody. Oh, I know, but I mean, you were going. My job for him didn't come till I was probably 10 years in. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I still had struggles, but I was ready to, I was ready to show people that I was his, you know, so. I was ready to get baptized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't have no inner wars about it. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, I was, I was ready to get it done. But that's kind of why, like, I know a little bit about, mm-hmm. well, like, you and I off-air have talked about it, so that's why I waited to the end, because you were the odd man out. I was the odd man out. <laughs> yeah. Shocker on that. But. Shocker. I'm always out. <laughs> Trust me, I am the odd man all the time. But, but as to where we, we've all had reservations going right. in, you, yep. you were not, like, no, I'm, I'm ready, ready to go. Let's I'm go. ready, yeah. Now, 
Was that the first time? Like, is that the only time you've been baptized? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, and that, the only reason I asked that is I think yeah. like the reservations that, that I had, maybe you, was because we we'd been baptized with right. right. So it's, right. I think your approach to it might be a little bit different when it's a rededication. It, yeah. Exactly. Reasons Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I and I totally I totally agree with that. You know, you guys, you done it because you was in the military and you want to get away from your sergeants. Mm-hmm. I mean. And, and I don't know why you for sure done it, you know, I mean, but you did, you know, but, uh, yeah, anytime you rededicate, you know, then, then that's where the inner wars are. Are you doing it for the right reasons? Are you doing it because you want to just be a, a show or are you truly yeah. doing it for God? Right. You know, that was the same question as I had. And it was my first one. Right. But I mean, I was, it just, I was like, am I doing this? Just, right. uh, like, Throw a blindfold over these people so that they see me in a certain way mm-hmm. while yeah. I'm doing it for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I couldn't go before because I didn't, I felt fake. Yep. And I didn't want to feel fake. I'm like, right. you know, I don't want that. Right. If I'm, if I'm doing it, I want it for the right reasons. That way I can live that way instead of having to live my life and watch what I'm doing so that I don't slip up. And people see that I'm so-called fake. Right. right. Yeah. And I, th- I think that God, I think that God allowed me to jump into the baptism with no kind of any kind of wars and struggles because He knew later down the road that He was going to put me through some wars and struggles as far as preaching and right. Because yeah. I run hard when He when He started when the Holy see, Ghost kind of when the Holy Ghost started started saying, Hey, you know, yeah. I want you to preach. I want you to do this. I want you to do this. You know, I'm like. Ain't no way. Why? Why me? I mean, you know, what have, what have I got that I can bring to the table? I mean, there's guys that go to Bible college all the time that are way smarter than I am. Mm-hmm. Way smarter. I mean, I don't know why God would want to use somebody like me. They may overthink it. Because I guess he needs somebody like old dumb me that could put it out there in a dumb way, right? But there's just something about Bob. Dumb it down. I got a lot of friends that went to school, you know, and they got these college degrees and all this other stuff. But And then when they talk to me, I'm like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, dumb it down for me. And then I'm like, oh, well, that's this way. And they're like, well, I didn't even see it nowhere near that way. <laughs> you know, and I know it's a rabbit chase, but I don't even think it's dumbing down so much as there's there's a plethora of pastors and preachers that intentionally try to talk over people's heads. Yeah. Almost almost to, to make themselves look better than you. Trying to be diplomatic. To kind of put themselves on that pedestal. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. to where it's like when I'm up here preaching, it's for everybody that's down here. Yes. Nobody is here with me. Nobody is vertical and my same level. Everybody's beneath me. Yeah, um, I agree. True. I hate yeah, I mean, absolutely. I don't hate to say it, but every every sermon that yep. every sermon that God gave me wasn't for the people I was talking to. Yeah. It was for me. Yep. I mean, for real. Because undoubtedly, about every sermon that I'd done was something that went on in my life prior or something that was happening at that moment, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I'd have it all wrote out, nice little papers, you know, and about two paragraphs in, Throw the papers, papers, the papers would go away and the Holy Spirit would take over, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> That's and, how I do public speaking, too, and I just, 
instead of wasting four hours writing notes that I'm not going to read, I just do bullet points now. Touch on this. I still write it out. That just, you know, but uh, I, I was, uh, I'd done a supply preach over at, uh, at the First Baptist in uh, uh, Fayette. And, uh, of course, I had to wear a suit because they were suit people. So I would have loved to see that. <laughs> I was in a suit. I was in a suit. And trust me, that <laughs> that was a sight to that was a kicking and screaming when there. I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to get in that suit, but I did. And uh, I mean, I started. I started talking. I was nervous, man. I was nervous. I still get nervous. My voice will still be shaky until I get confident and settled down. And uh, but I was nervous that day. There was like probably three hundred people in that church, and I'm standing up there talking. I'm like, man, it's like there <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there talking and then you know it just something calmed me down I don't even remember what notes I even had then I just started yeah it's kind of started like talking yeah. I mean mm-hmm. just let it roll yeah so I mean you know and that's I relied on the Holy Spirit a lot to take yeah. over because you know Jesus take the wheel that's right that's, that's <laughs> the best and that's the best way to preach because you know, once he takes never let me down. <laughs> that means you're letting him you're letting him you're being the funnel for him to run through to talk to people. Yep. Yeah. And that's I mean, just because I got them notes out of that's just kind of guidelines to get me started and for me to open the funnel up and let him flow through. But but I have, I've been on both sides of the baptism. Yeah. And I was excited about getting baptized and I get real excited when I get to baptize. Because that is that is just very that it, if you ever get of course you know you've done it yeah that's the most awesomest feeling in the world I mean you know well you've done it more so like the yeah. first one for me uh, I was nervous, nervous. too yeah that, that was your mom right yeah was that your first one yeah yeah he about dropped her too yeah <laughs> but we were, but that we were, wasn't that wasn't much on his fault no <laughs> yeah, she that's stuck in the mud yeah, yeah. she started going first but I tell you. Like I said, it was an uneven, uneven earth. earth. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever, ever get the chance to baptize somebody in the river, don't ever say no because that is the greatest. I've done it in pools. I've done it in the yeah. ponds, pond, or yeah. well, actually the trough that we got, the yeah. water tank that we got. But by far, the river was the place. I wanted mm-hmm. the pond. Yeah. Karen didn't want it because right, it was the dirty. dirty water. But I tell you, uh, don't put this one on Karen. When we was, when we was sitting, we sitting last night at Carl's baptism, I, I'm like, man. Even though I wasn't doing the baptizing, I was sitting there thinking, this is so great because I get to watch a friend mm-hmm. come to God and be part of the family with us. Mm-hmm. You know. And I was sitting there, and, and the guy preaching, which I don't know who the guy's name was for sure, but the guy preaching totally gave me a revelation last night. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. When John the Baptist baptized, he baptized forward and back. And, the, of course, this is just opinion. It's not biblical. We don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, John the Baptist paved the way for Jesus. So when he baptized, he baptized forward and back up so the people going forward would be like you're kneeling down and then looking for God when you're looking for Jesus when you're when you're coming up. Yeah. Now 
if I remember right, if I'm thinking right, I may be wrong, but I need to look this up. I just I don't know if he done Jesus forward or if he laid Jesus backwards, like he was going to the grave and then back up. But that's how we do it now. We submit, we we submerge backwards, like we're getting buried in the grave, and then when we come back up, it's like being raised raised with Jesus. Yeah. Either way sounds great. Either way is great. Yes. Either way is great, but. I mean that just I mean that yeah. I was so excited when he said it. I'm like man I never even thought about that that is yeah. so cool alright yeah you even said it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I'm like that that just blew my mind I mean that was a, a that's what makes God so awesome because he gives you them revelations all the time yeah, yeah I'd have to say that's something I've never seen before it's well always, we don't we don't, we don't do it, it that we don't right. see it no more because and I'm still thinking I'm going to look it up and see, but I, I seriously think that John the Baptist took Jesus backwards and back up. Submissed him down, you know, and then brought him back up. But, in, but either way, it don't in matter. context I mean, speaking, it makes sense. It does make sense. Right? It does, yeah. Because now, because, I mean, Jesus hadn't died in... Right, before he... Before. Yeah, yeah that events the pivot point. Yes. Right, yes. shifted there, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was just... That still excites me. I mean, yeah, I love it. What you had to look? Oh no, I was just looking. I'm trying to look it up while we were on here. Oh, I haven't gotten to an answer yet. But yeah, I'm I'm not really sure that there is that answer. I don't know if there is or not. I think it's just that he was and submerged, and then, but it was not how. Right. It doesn't explain how, but right. Still, it, it, but as context, as yes, back being then, it's a cool analogy yeah, of, of right. how he explained it last night. I mean, that revelation just like was a light bulb going, Bow! yeah, you know, the big shiny light going, hey, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah that that just excited me last night. Well, this yeah. is why walking together is so important. You know what I mean? Like, how often does he use other? other believers right to shine lights on things that you know show us things that we didn't see in the same way show Mm -hmm. us different perspectives you know the iron sharpening iron analogy that's it Mm -hmm. you can't do that if we're walking on an island by ourselves like that was for so long right or if you're you're walking in a pit with somebody that you shouldn't be walking with yeah done that too yeah yes me too since my church going and my baptism I'm I'm pretty sure I was by myself yep yeah you know it you got people saying that they're your friends and all this and all that. And probably to a certain point, they believe it. Right. But then you go through this and you truly find. I was like, if anybody here at this table was to call me at any time, I wouldn't even question. I'd be gone. I'd be like, Karen, I'll be back. Yeah. Yep. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, two, three o'clock in the morning don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, I'm getting up in a couple hours anyway, so let's just get up early. <laughs> I'm already up. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's put a button on this one. Pull the arm off the record. <laughs> nope, that's not it. How about we land the plane? How about that? <laughs> and Ron, Ron, you can say that How you're mad because I didn't text you. And What's that? You can say that you're mad because... I'm, I'm not mad, <laughs> but... You're mad. No, no, I'm happy. I'm happy for him. I'm glad. But it would have been, I would have loved to have seen him. I didn't say you were mad at Carl. You could be uh, mad no, at me. I'm not mad at Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to have been there. 
Yeah. He's yeah. happy for Carl. Oh, he's I'm mad at you. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Final thoughts. Carl's going first, so we all can. Uh, yeah, we're going to follow Carl. Yeah. What you got, Carl? Not just me. Jeez. So you know I'm big. I've been big here recently on physical representations in scripture of spiritual issues. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a in the in the book of the law. Biblically, there's a festival called Tabernacles. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's an it's an eight day celebration. It it sort of emulates a wedding feast. I mean, that's that's a topic for another day. That's pretty loaded. Yeah. <laughs> But it also it also it's also the celebration that Solomon used when he dedicated the temple. When he built the temple, that's the celebration mm-hmm. when he dedicated it. So it represents a dedication of the temple or a rededication. Us being the temple now, I think that's very spiritually significant. The eighth day represents a new day. Right? Prophetically it represents the, the millennial reign, but for us individually, I think it represents that new life. Mm-hmm. Like entering into that new day, leaving leaving that the previous life behind, and entering into that new walk, that new day, that that new season, right? I think that's a picture of baptism and being born again. I really do. You leave your old life behind, and you enter into that new life with Him. And just for closing, I'm going to paraphrase a song I love: "Step into a new day, burn the ships tethering you to your past, and walk away." If the Spirit's telling you to dedicate yourself to Him, don't wait, don't hesitate, just do it. Step into your new day. That's it. Mm. I'm not going next. (laughs) (laughs) Mike? Hmm. I mean, yours is going to be short and sweet like normal anyways. Yeah, well, I'm going to steal it from somebody else um, when they, and I can't remember, it might have been Brother Bob here. That the bapti- baptism is a outward expression of an inward change. That's it. And I think that's perfect. That's perfect. I'm with these two guys. <laughs> <laughs> Double ditto. I'm just going to say. I'm just going to say this. When you get saved and 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 Jesus changes your life, and it's the first time. Just jump right in that water and go for it because that's nothing better right there. I'm stealing one. Sorry. Baptism is the initial step of a faithful heart. There you go. Mm -hmm. Good one. It's not mine, but I took it. What you got there, Raider? Come on. Follow them up. Come on, Cleveland. Because I didn't have nothing, but them guys had some good stuff. (laughs) No, I don't have anything. I just think don't be afraid of the water. You don't need the life preserver because Jesus is the life preserver. There you go. Mm-hmm. Set it on old brother where art thou. Come on in. The water feels just fine. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, join us on our Facebook group. You can comment on things or just anybody can post and ask questions, join in discussion, whatever you would like. Um, we are on the Twitter machine at Broken Record M I the number one. If you have topic suggestions, you can email us at Broken Record Ministries at gmail dot com. If you have us on Facebook or our text, you can text us and give us topic suggestions as well. And until next time, Broken Record Ministry. Catch on the flip side.